0: Radio Manea. I'm Miriam Suela Perez
1: And I'm Vero Flores And we are two Latinx friends with wildly different music tastes Each week we bring you
0: music from the Latinx artists that we love And this week we've got our best of the year roundup for you
1: Yeah, we are somehow already at the very end of the year Wild wow. um, i know this time is sort of fake i feel like the time in november and in the december i keep telling this to my coworkers who like believe that like the weeks of it, november and december are valid for time that we can get things done and i'm like <laughs> no. newsflash none of our clients are doing anything <laughs> and we cannot expect anything from them so yeah, it's this true. time is fake <laughs> it's true it's true <laughs> Uh, but it's a good time to reflect
0: so um let's take a listen to my first pick for this best of 2023 um it's a song i know we're all familiar with so let's take a listen to shakira's bisa rap music session volume 53. so this was a moment yeah so for me i feel we've gone through like a lot about like what does it mean to make a best of episode and like you know it's so object subjective right what is the best of so for me there's like the songs that are like earworms, which this was not one of them. And then there's the songs that are kind of iconic. And I feel like this is an iconic song, Um, both because of her lyricism. She's got some like amazing burns in this song, Um, just really kind of drives it into her ex-husband in some uh, intense ways. And it was a very iconic moment, like her divorce, the whole story of like the cheating, yada, yada, yada was just like a celebrity, you know, tragedy moment that we all got to sort of enjoy to a certain degree kind of learning about (laughs) unfortunately i feel like this made it you know she did this and then it made it even more of like a a sort of um public spectacle right Um, yeah it was like a pop culture moment for sure Yeah, a diss track a really good diss track um and then I feel like she's elevated that this elevated the profile of Bisa Rapp, who's been on kind of like a upward trajectory, I think. Um, yeah, it, it, yeah. Bisa, Bisa Rapp has
1: been like, I mean, his profile has been steadily, steadily climbing yeah. to the degree that like now somebody like Shakita would uh-huh. like ask to work with him. Right. Uh-huh. Like, I think that like Chakira asked to work with him. I don't think that like Bisa asked. Right.
0: Her. Right.
1: Yeah. 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 And I heard that it was her kid's idea, actually, that her oh kids were God. like, you should go do a visa session, which is why, like, because people were like, think of the children. Like, how can you fault those kids' father, like, on this well, song? And it's like, it was my kid's idea.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're teenagers, so I could totally see that. I mean, you know, I'm not sure how it's going to affect their emotional well-being in the long term, but it was, I mean, she was, it was incredible. It is incredible. Um. <laughs> just on the on the level of lyrics and then obviously she's she's a very gifted um singer and lyricist too so so yeah i felt like this was iconic and it would just we needed to remember this moment as we yeah looked yeah toward i the forgot end of year. it was so
1: early in 2023 that mm-hmm. i forgot that it was this year mm-hmm. most of my picks are like summer yeah till here Maybe or maybe not because I was depressed (laughs) over the (laughs) winter. And the Uh, most devastating thing that happens to me when I'm depressed is that I like don't listen to any music like at all. It's just like silence in my house. It's like so awful. A little Um, sob.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah.
1: But so uh, I've got some like, you know, summer, summer summertime till here. Yeah. Well, I
0: (laughs) I had to look back and remember what came out this year for sure. I didn't have it like already it was interesting i did lo- i did spend some time with the billboard um charts which you know it's only one sort of like snapshot of what did well this year but it is an interesting one from like an industry perspective right. um and Bizarrap had another session with quevedo that i actually didn't even listen to that that made it to the top 10 of some of the categories so yeah i definitely mm-hmm, think he's getting mm-hmm. a lot of um a lot of airtime he's he's venezuelan right quevedo? Oh, no, he, it, no Bizarrap is he no he's argentine 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 that's what it is yeah so um yeah i hope Shocky's doing better i know she's living a new life in miami you know i hope she's uh recovered from this you know betrayal she's fine please
1: (laughs) i just have like no pity for rich people that have problems i'm just like whatever like although you
0: know like being cheated on i feel like it crosses class you know it's like (laughs) It's like, yeah, I mean, you no know one is unpleasant, no I'm amount sure. of money can protect you from that, you
1: know no, no, and like. Every, like, there's a lot of actual social science about the way that money, like, large amounts of money actually have diminishing returns. Mm-hmm. There is, like, mm-hmm. an amount of money at which happiness does increase. Yeah. Like, a lot of people's problems could your be basic, solved yeah, with once, more yeah. money. Once your like, basic needs basic are, are met. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, like, yep. after a while, when you start mm-hmm. making more and more money, it actually makes people less and less oh, yeah. happy. I mean, Mo it's money, sickness. mo problems, you know? Yes. It's a sickness, <laughs> greed. <laughs> I know. I don't know. I
0: don't, I would not want to be rich. I just want to be, to know that my basic needs will be met forever, which yeah. honestly, like, I do know that, you know, just because of the, the amount of relative privilege I have, it's pretty likely. But, um, but yeah, no, I don't want to be rich or famous, to be honest. Both things oh, fame sound. Fame sounds terrible. Miserable. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I unfortunately do love luxurious things. So sometimes I'm just like, ugh. I would love to be rich, but I'm not willing to do anything terrible to anybody to get that way. So I'm not going to be rich.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Or work the amount that you have to work, you know? Or work. Yeah. I'm also not
1: willing to do that. Yeah. No.
0: My time is my most valuable commodity. Yes. Yes. For sure. All right. What's your first pick for this best of episode?
1: So my first pick is um, one of two producer albums that I'm bringing uh, to the episode today that are some of my favorites. I think that this is a little bit on brand for me, but I also feel like, I don't know, I feel like the producers are doing something interesting. And this is by one of our faves who we've had on the show before. Um, this is song is i'm not even gonna name it y'all are gonna have to go to our show notes it's, it's a coordinate of somewhere in the dr, DR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um in santiago it's by diego raposo and Coba, let's take a listen this is from Diego Raposo's album Yo No Era Si, Pero De Ahora en Adelante Si, which is a great title for um, an album in my opinion. I wasn't like that um, then, but
0: I'm gonna be like that now.
1: Yeah, I was like, I wasn't like that before, but now I am. What what of it?
0: You thought I was an asshole then. Just
1: wait. Um, But so this came out in August, and um, yeah, I mean, I this track in particular was one of my favorites. I think I brought it before. It's, like, sort of, like, a gothy, uh, industrial-ish reggaeton, like, dembo vibe. So, um, I I really like this one in particular. But I have been really into Diego's production for a long time. I'm super hype about him. And, like, it, as a person, he's very, um, you know, like, he's always been, like, very sweet and... Um, I think that I I just like love this album. He's been in his production generally, like what brought him to my attention is that he's always been like super creative and interesting in his production style, both like on his solo stuff, but also like as a producer for a lot of like really dope Dominican underground artists. Mm -hmm. Um, But this solo album of his was like a chance for him to like just let loose and like be experimental and, throw everything at the wall at sea and see what sticks and he took that chance to great success in my opinion. I really really loved this album. I think it's like one of the most like ambitious ones that we'll see that we saw this year in terms of like people who are like in the Latin pop orbit right like Diego Raposo is not like as big of a producer as you know some other names who might be like more household names like Producers generally aren't household names, but there are a few who reach that status. I would say Diego Raposo is not there. Yeah. But um but I think that he is just like doing such interesting things and is doing like um you know, he is working with some pop artists like um Danny Ocean, for example. Like I think he produced his last album. Um, and uh, I just like think he's one of the people that's doing like the more interesting and experimental things while still like having a pop sensibility that like allows for like the artists that he work with to like both like be doing something interesting, but like still like appeal to like a mass audience of pop listeners right and Mm -hmm. i think that that's like such a difficult balance to strike and he does it so well i don't know that that's what he's doing on this album yeah i wouldn't necessarily this 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 is more of like his own shit he's experimenting he's playing Mm -hmm. he's like this is all me um but um but i really liked it
0: i remember being proud that i pointed out to you that this was coordinates
1: that these were um, yes because i was like what the fuck is this (laughs) i was like i don't Uh, know what this is i love it when i can explain things to you but it was like some shit like pie Uh,
0: i feel uh, it's not like i you know more than me but sometimes i feel like i'm out of the loop of like certain random references in music so then when i'm like hey nerd alert this is coordinates um i had uh, no clue i was like i don't
1: know what this is but i'm not gonna say it but
0: i like it i like it i mean it is bold to title a song something that you can't say you know yeah i feel like that's happened in lots of different contexts and this is a pretty aggressive one Um, (laughs) it's really aggressive but yeah i wouldn't say this is this is mainstream appeal on this song but (laughs) no um, but it is interesting to watch his trajectory yeah um okay this is a random pop culture thing but there's a show on netflix called the first wives club okay that is a a remake of the first wives club movie from like the 90s which was originally a book but they made it into a tv series and it features all black women and so the the premise. This of the first remake wives club, features all black women. Yes. Or the original features all black women. No, the, the original women? is like Goldie Hawn and stuff. No, the original okay. is three I white women. I don't know this <clears throat> pop culture reference. Yeah, so. so the the movie is basically a, a story of three women who are all getting fucked over by their husbands, and they kind of like help each other to get revenge, you know, to get back at their cheating husbands. Love that. Yeah. Great. I think you'd, you'd enjoy the, the... Uh-huh. so this, the movie was good, but this is, this is fun. And there's, there's three seasons on Netflix now and Michelle Bouteau is one of them. And she's, I love her. She's really funny and a great actress. Um, And the reason it connects to this is because one of the women in the show is um supposed to be like a famous R&B singer. And mm. so there's like a little bit more behind the scenes stuff around like, her husband, who's a cheating bastard producer, but then this other producer that she um, starts to collaborate with. And so I don't know. I just, as someone who doesn't really understand the role of a producer and, like, what does it mean to be a producer and, like, what does that, like, um, artistic collaboration look like? I feel like there's some interesting kind of behind-the-scenes stuff. I mean, mostly it's just, like, a cheesy, fun, you know, kind of trashy TV show. Um, But it does have this, like, storyline around music, music and producers that, Remind me mm. of in this moment so if you're looking for some escapist tv i don't know it's if it's really for you Veto, but other people might be. yeah it. yeah it's, it might not be for me it's i don't think it's really your thing but um for other people looking for some like escapist kind of cheesy but fun tv i recommend <laughs> the first wives club
1: amazing Uh-oh. the premise sounds great
0: yeah that's fun all right well thank you for this i remember when we talked about it last year and it just like really made it to the top of your list because of all the
1: yeah yeah i just think Apple. that Diego is one of the people that is doing like more the most some of the most interesting stuff um yeah to me what makes it to the top of my list is like who feels like is moving music in an interesting direction okay you know it's not like maybe one of my picks is like one of my picks and not including my member pick um is more like on the pop like mainstream um sort of conversation which there's lots of artists who in the past have and every year do like move i think music and the culture forward in pop but um but that's not you know more than less than like something like for example like billboard which is like around popularity which is like Mm -hmm. one measure right of it i think Mm -hmm. that the way that i choose my personal measure is just like, okay, like who's doing something like particularly interesting this year. Right. And uh, for me, that Diego is really, really up there.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that just like points to what you've always said, which is like best is such a subjective measure. And Absolutely. there's so many different ways to define it. You know, it's not like, yeah, be like the best written song of the year, the most popular song of the year, this you know, like commercial success, like creativity, and there's so many different ways to
1: measure it. So Exactly. Exactly. And it's just, like, it's more of an art than it is a science, you know, to, like, feel, you know, to feel your way through, like, okay, like, who's best, what's best. And, like, as a person who's been, like, part of, like, you know, like, bigger publications, like, processes of, like, Mm -hmm. picking the best of the year or whatever, it's, like you know, it is, it's so subjective. And it's about like, okay, like, what has this group of people listened to? Like, what's their personal taste? Like, mm-hmm. what are like our own biases? And mm-hmm. um, what are we uh, biased toward and away from and mm-hmm. um, all of that stuff. So
0: are you doing yeah. any? Um, are you participating in any collabs? And I'm not year not
1: this year. Too. No, this yeah. is this is my big one. So yeah. all right, yeah.
0: Well, my next pick is, is kind of like Earworm Pick, the song that I like want to listen to on repeat. So um, y'all have heard this before, but let's take another listen to De Lunes a Lunes, which is Grupo Frontera and Manuel Turiso. <laughs> Que de
1: buen tu nombre me acabé los cigarrillos Que mamá me esconde, ya sé que es de madrugada Y no son horas de llamada Pero escucha lo que tengo que decirte hay que no me conformo Me está
0: quebrando abrazar los recuerdos Me he vuelto a mi hijo del ron Y el despecho no me
1: Me tienes tomando de lunes a lunes, ya casi no duermo por pensar en ti. No encuentro unos brazos donde refugiarme, todo lo
0: que hago me recuerda a ti. Y me tienes tomando de lunes a lunes, si miro hacia el cielo te por mi vida,
1: si vida ya no tengo desde que te fuiste, tenía tanto que darte y decidiste irte, todo por un error, error que es de los
0: song that you know you listen to on repeat so many times you're like a little bit embarrassed you know <laughs> like when spotify you like you know won? tells you about yourself you're like "Ooh, wow you know um so yeah this is the song i mean it's still kind of like on repeat for me right now and it's interesting because sometimes that happens with songs that really hit like where i am emotionally but like i have to say i have not had any big heartbreak this year that's not yeah. what this is about <laughs> i'm not you know yeah. drinking all week long because i can't stop <laughs> <think> about <someone. laughs> glad to hear
1: that yeah <laughs> yeah so I'm,
0: I'm glad for myself that i haven't experienced that so it's not about the lyrics in that way but um but i don't know i i mean we all know if you've been listening to me talk for the last couple of months like i'm really into the mexican regional caribbean collaborations manbanzurizo has I've been into him from the beginning, um, and I just, this is one of my favorites that has come out of that um, whole kind of new era of of Mexican regional meets, you know, Latin pop in a new way, so.
1: Yeah, and this year was the year of the rise of Mexican Mexican regional, like, just the meteoric rise um, where people, like... um, Peso Pluma and Eslabón Armado and Grupo Frontera, Fuerza Regida, mm-hmm. Natanael Cano, who have been like in the scene for a while, like um, have really like sort of like shot up to the charts. We did an episode back in May about the phenomenon and about how it was just like suddenly taking over um, the, the pop charts. And I think that. Like we said then, if for people who hadn't been paying attention, they're probably like, what are all of these horns doing on the (laughs) pop charts right now? Like, what is this? But like, Uh, you know, for (laughs) people who've been paying attention to sort of like the direction of Latin music and... Um, You know, like the growth of uh, different styles of Mexican regional music or music that's inspired by Mexican regional that is taking on like different elements around like the aesthetics of hip hop or um, other pop, uh, pop phenomena. I think that it's less of a surprise. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, this was like really, really the year of like it shooting up like into the stratosphere in a way that few people could ignore mm-hmm.
0: yeah i agree with you i mean this this is definitely the story of the year and latin music is the rise of mexican regional and you know this particular song is not on the tops of the charts in terms of like what songs have done really well that's like um you know songs like ella La sola Un Por Ciento, you know, like this is the artist that you mentioned. Yeah, there's a lots of other songs that were at the top. I think this did well, but like they were meteoric songs, you know, this year. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: it was interesting looking at the the billboard charts like I mentioned. Um, there were a couple of interesting things about this trend. One was that um, Peso Pluma's album Genesis was the is the top charting Mexican regional album ever since they started like paying attention to these things. So that's like an Mm -hmm. incredible um and then Fuerza Regida actually made it to like the you know, in in the charts they do overall and then they do category based. And so they actually were the overall top artist duo group, um, not Mm. just for Latin music, which is a big deal. Like next to like fucking taylor swift and shit you know Um, yeah i wonder how much the bad bunny collaboration had to do with that right i wonder too and then that was the other thing is that you know bad bunny is the top no surprise top latin artist for the fifth year in a row but that's the most years anyone has been the top artist since they started and to be clear some of these charts these latin charts, only started um happening in like 2011 so it's not like 100 years of history right because um, right but still you know he's the he's the longest sort of top charting um number one artist and then what i was really fascinated by is that un verano sin Ti is the number one album again this year so like that album oh, is yeah. so popular that it's actually still number one even though it's now it's like two years old or whatever year and change old so i thought that was really um really interesting but they were eight re- regional mexican acts on the year end top art latin artist chart and six of them in the top 10 so like Yeah, of the top 10 Latin artists this year, according to Billboard, eight of them were Mexican regional. Like, that's just, like, that's just a takeover. That's just a fucking takeover. So it's, like, eight, Bad Bunny, and then I think maybe Carol G might have been the other one. So it's, like, it's just, it's kind of incredible. And, yeah, six of them are the top 10. So um, I'm really excited, honestly, by this trend and to see where it's going to go next year and, like, what will continue to happen because – I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's it's just like, I'm just excited. It feels really innovative. You know, it feels different. Yeah, feels...
1: I'm, I really love to see um, Latin pop be a little bit more representative of mm-hmm. just like the vast diversity that there is within like the musical cultures of Latin America, right? Like, it's um and you know like we are part of this problem because we're (laughs) both caribbean but like um the uh like the mainstream of pop has been like so caribbean heavy in the last like you know like 10 years and not just caribbean heavy in terms of like the artist but also like because that art Artistic um, culture did well um, financially. Then, like you have, like all of these artists from places to whom that culture is not indigenous, like starting to make music that you know that is like you know like reggaeton, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Like starting to make reggaeton, starting to make dembow, and it's like no tiene nada que ver with where they're from necessarily. Mm-hmm. Which you know maybe it's okay, maybe it's not. We can have that's a whole different conversation, right? Like right. about how to do it in ways that are respectful of, like, where that, where, like, the culture originates, but um, it does create, like, a hegemony of sound that gets boring, and when there's, like, just so much, like, richness and diversity throughout Latin America around, like, what people's folk music and folk traditions and, like, you know, pop traditions even, like, sound like, right, and I love to see that, like, You know, especially in this country, there's such a huge – and, you know, we're in the United States, and here there's such a huge um, population of Mexican immigrants, right? And there – so there is, like, a big audience for that music, and um, I love that it's, like, making it big time so that, like, the rest of the world can share in that, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. But yeah I, I definitely agree with you for sure it's an exciting yeah. an exciting time so let's see what the new year has to bring i mean we are to be fair it's only november 27th so there might be some new music yet before the year yeah, is out yeah but...
1: i mean the lists usually like come out like really early december like last year our episode came out like a little bit later and we were able to catch for example like Antillano's like mm-hmm. album that came out in december of last year right and we Like, I was, like, immediately, yes, like, let's put it on our best sub 2023, like, even though it just came out. Um, But, like, in, like, what usually happens is that albums that come out in December and did make a big impact are considered the following year. Like, for example, like, uh, the Bad Bunny, Noche Buena albums, Mm -hmm. you know, like, they will usually be considered, like, the following year, for example. Or, like, I imagine that Villana's album might make some of the lists um this year right but and i thought about bringing her back but i was like no we like caught we her it. yeah <laughs> we caught her already last year but um, right. she did right. really really great this year and she like toured the fuck out of that album like did like a lot of um really dope ass like speaking up and out um with that album as like you know like her driving force so i um i loved it
0: I do want to give a shout out to um, Yaritza y Suicencia, who I brought last year for the best of... Because, I, you know, this the Mexican regional genre is very dude-heavy, as many of Latin music genres are. But so um, there's not a lot of female representation on the top list because of that. But she and her brothers and their, and their group definitely, I think, have been um, part of uh, this wave and have been, you know, early on this wave in terms of their popularity on TikTok um, as part of bringing this kind of music to the to the forefront. So I want to give her a shout out too.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. And also evidence that like this isn't new to this year, right? Like Yeah, right. The Mexican no. regional music has been like on the rise for yeah, a minute, and for we've sure. like, had our eye on it. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. All right, what's next for you? So uh, this next album is like a little bit different for the music that i usually listen to i don't listen to a ton of house generally um but this one really got me i really like it this is um si te portas bonito by sofia corteses This is off of uh, Sofia Cortes's album Madres, which I brought, I brought the title track for Our Familia episode because it's Madres and so I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about that and she did dedicate um, that song and this album to her mother. and. Um, the neurosurgeon who helped her survive cancer so um, apparently her mom had cancer and um, she like you know she promised to dedicate him a song if uh, she if this surgeon like helped his um, helped her mom and you know like he was like moved by that, performed the successful operation and um, you know she like, they, he visited her in Berlin and she took him to Pergain, which is a, a great anecdote to me. But mm-hmm. um I think that this this album is like, I don't know, I feel like so much house, especially as it happens in European, like Euro house, is so like divorced of its like black Chicago roots. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Um, house came up in Black Chicago clubs post the disco era, where they were like doing interesting things with like disco records. The DJs were doing interesting things with disco records, and um, and so it's just like a Black electronic art form through and through. But like there's so so much of what people think of as house today, as like it has like had this like meteoric global rise in both like the electronic music scene, but also like the, you know, undeniable impact it's had on pop music, just generally, um, I feel like people think of, like, this, like, sort of, like, really sanitized, like, European house scene that is, I don't know, I think to me, before I learned the history of, like, what house really was and where it really came from, like, I was just always so, like, no, that's not for me, no, thank you. And then I was, like, I started engaging more a little bit on, like, what where house comes from and hearing this other kind of house that just has so much more like no sé como un feeling diferente you feel me and i feel like Mm -hmm. this engages with that with like house as a black chicago art form Mm -hmm. and not like as something that like you know is come coming out of europe from like that sort of like sanitized point of view Um, And what we think of as like, you know, like European dance music now. Um, But I really, I really like this. I think that she did like such a beautiful job and made such a beautiful album in a way that like, you know, like was compelling to me. And I'm not like a house music listener generally. Like I rarely will put on a whole house album, but, but I thought that this one was really beautiful. So I was really excited about it and I wanted to mention it.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that analysis you feel like musically she's she's closer to that history that type of like black Chicago yeah house i mean than i am European not stuff. like
1: <clears throat> yeah i'm not such a huge like connoisseur of house music so i don't really i can't really tell you necessarily like what it is that i hear that feels different you know um because it's house is not such a huge like you know part of what i listen to um but but yes, it does, like, I, as when I listen to it, it feels like it has more of that swag that feels, like, more grounded in something that I can relate to versus, mm-hmm. like, something that I would hear out of, like, any old club in, like, Ibiza.
0: <laughs> right. Cool. Well, my next song is a classic for me, classic artist, classic kind of interest of mine many years now. Let's take a listen to Prince Royce. This is Me Enrede.
1: Me pediste que te mandar a mi ubicación Y yo estaba en un bar en medio del malecón Y ninguno anda andado con amores Solamente vivir la vida con sus colores. Hablamos, bailamos. Y así fue que empezamos. Con una presidente y en un beso terminamos. Pasamos las horas, frío como las horas. Nos fuimos y
0: so this is just this is classic Prince Royce this came out in April this is really just about my tastes it's not me saying like this is the best song of the year it's just about literally like what I love Um, and this I've said this before but I feel like he does a really good job when he's singing bachata not when he's doing like other stuff but when he's singing bachata he does a really good job of staying very true to his style and like his Mm. essence without being like boring or overdone I think so like this song to me is like classic Prince Royce like sweet a little bubbly very melodic very you know romantic um and very engaging so I you know he was my entry to bachata so like I'll always have kind of a special place in my heart for Prince Royce and um
1: yeah well oh, I know he's your baby fave
0: and um I think that this is really clever the, oh, yeah, the enrede. title of this. Me enrede, me enrede en RD. <laughs> I just think it's clever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like a little clever. Play on words. For
1: listeners, it's spelled E-N-R-D, capitalized, like yeah. República Dominicana.
0: Yeah. So R-D is D-R in Spanish. And yeah, enrede is like what I got kind of caught up,
1: maybe. I don't know how you would, tra- how you would translate enrede. Um, Enredado is like... Um, What's like when like you're like las cadenas se enredan like um tied once stuff is tied up tied up caught up yeah yeah like engaged yeah like, stuff engaged. Is, uh, yeah, like yeah caught up is uh, the like spirit of it but yeah is like literally like right. That's tangled
0: right tangled yeah. Yeah, so and tangled yes like, entangled the word
1: isn't coming to me in English exactly. like what is yeah. it like
0: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> thinking yeah. Of, like my chains in the morning all like enredadas, you know like what's uh-huh. that word <laughs> Uh
0: (laughs) uh-huh so i yeah exactly so i have another bachata for the members um that i also loved and was actually honestly more of a hit um this year than this one but i just you know rice is just gonna be just yeah rice is your
1: personal top yeah
0: (laughs) exactly he's always gonna be on the well when he does bachata he's gonna be on the top of my list i still haven't really gotten into his forays into other things but but he's he keeps it real he keeps it like he keeps connected to his rachata roots um and i really appreciate that so yeah i really right, what's your last pick for the main episode
1: my last pick is another producer album this time from somebody a little more famous <laughs> this one is called sci-fi and it's by tiny with rau Alejandro. mami que tú estás This is from Tiny's album Data, Um, another producer album, Um, this is for the pop girlies, it's got lots of collabs with like basically like the who's who of Latin pop right now, like obviously we see Rao here, Bad Bunny's on this album, Osuna's on this album, it's just like lots and lots of things, and like some of these songs came out as singles, like a longer amount of time ago like Lo Siento Bebe is on this album for example that came out like I don't know I feel like that was like two years ago at this point and um but I one thing that I love about Dainee's production is um I just like for this song is an example of like the synths being so so good like on this track they're really good they're like really good on other tracks I feel like producers are always like you know like a producer's producer's always like looking for like the coolest funkiest synth sounds to like somehow incorporate into the beats and um i really love that but i feel like this production is like really rich and like i want to say full like there's a lot to discover in each track a lot of like elements and a lot of sounds this is like not minimalist at all um which i also really love but it's super super fun and um i feel like the other thing that i will say about this album is that like some of the collabs like one of the collabs in particular on this album is something that we started to see the seeds of a few years ago um because of tiny and uh so like things like this album has a collaboration with fortet who has been an electronic music artist for going on like I don't know, I've been aware of him for, like, 20 years. <laughs> Lord, like, like an absolute mm-hmm. legend. And I'm just, like, I feel like at this point I'm waiting on, the like, the Tiny Apex Twin collab. Um, mm-hmm. so, like, I feel like ever since Tiny brought in that, like, IDM um, s- sample or beat on Rao Alejandro's Vice Versa album on, like, Cuando Fue, like, at that moment I was so shocked, like, at the time about, like, that type of electronic music like infiltrating its way into Latin pop and this is like as far as I know like a like a single-handedly Chinese like obsession with um with this kind of music but like he's such a prominent producer based on like him doing reggaeton production on legendary stuff from like when he was like 15 years old that um, now we're seeing, like, all these, like, interesting electronic elements, like, phasing into Latin pop a lot more. And I feel like I've been training for this moment my whole life, personally. <laughs> so <laughs> I am ready. I, like, i am here, like, square pusher tiny. I'm ready. Like, <laughs> so. Um, love that for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it for me, too.
0: Um, this came out before Rao got dumped by Rosalia or after?
1: <laughs> oh, I do not remember when that was. Yeah. I'm not keeping track of Rao. I, I know was Unfortunately.
0: I know. I actually don't even but know who broke up with who. You can
1: Google it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i don't even know who broke up with who i was just making a joke
1: but this came yeah, out like I mean, at the, the tea that i heard on the internet was that rao cheated on her and i don't know i feel like everybody's like oh they're good it was amicable but they don't seem to be talking at the awards shows so i don't know
0: yeah who knows we ever know the truth of this matter um... we
1: never 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 know the truth but mm-hmm. i am always inclined to believe that men are trash <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, statistically, you know, statistically we're (laughs) correct. (laughs) Not even like that, that big of a fan of Rosalia even, but, um, no,
1: not at all.
0: Yeah. Well, I really hope this plays out the way that you hope, um, and that you get all. I know
1: I'm waiting, I'm waiting for it. Collabs
0: of your dreams. If tiny's listening to this, you know,
1: (laughs) you heard it here first tiny
0: (laughs) (laughs) unlikely, but. All right, y'all. Thanks so much for listening. Um, Of course, there's so many more great songs that we did not mention. But all the information about these songs is on our show notes on Radhimine.com.
1: Yeah, we'd love to hear what you think was your favorite or the best of this year. Let us know. Make sure to, you know, tell us either on social media or you can email us, Radhimine at Gmail. Um, But we'd love to know. And uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram, on Twitter sign up for our newsletter we have all sorts of cute things in there and thank you so so much for listening thanks to maite for editing
0: and all right y'all hasta próxima bye